0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Work podcast with me Georgina Knoll. This is where I share the inner workings of my mind and my world and occasionally interview some kickass people from my life and from the industry in which I work so that you can help yourself up level to what it takes to become a six figure earner in the coaching industry. I don't just help coaches, I help artists and creators, visionaries from all walks of life. But if you know that you have been needing to feel seen and heard and understood, and sometimes you feel like a hot fucking mess, and you just feel like, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if there was someone out there who was sharing their internal processing so I didn't feel like I was so fucking crazy? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Inner Work. I hope you enjoy the show. Yo as always i 'm not entirely sure where this is going to go, but let's just see what, see what falls out of my face <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome. <laughs> so I was just chatting with a client of mine um on telegram about What happens when we start to own our voice? And I felt like it was something that I could elaborate on. I really wanted to bring to a wider audience because it's such an important piece of the puzzle that I think people don't always realize. Um, A lot of people come to me because they want to feel more confident. They want to feel like they're fully expressed in their life, not just in their business, not just in their artwork, but really just in relationships and in all areas of their life. I find it so fascinating how many incredible fucking powerful creative humans come into my world feeling like I can feel the energy inside of them like they're like a bomb that wants to go off you know and for some reason it's like they've layered all of this I don't know if it's shame or it guilt or it can be so many things, right? So I'm not even going to label it, but there's so many layers, almost like they're wearing all these heavy winter coats and they've been lugging them around the whole time. And it's like our work together. And it can be even just one key phrase that I say, which is always so incredibly satisfying, just has them just like drop all the coats on the floor and be like, oh, I'm free. <laughs> because money won't make you feel more free a relationship won't make you feel more free uh money and relationships and a different body type won't make you feel more free or more safe or more happy and we really don't always fully land that in our body until we've received the thing that we said we wanted and we realize like ah okay, well, now I'm going to create a whole other load of problems. Like if it's money, it's like, oh, well, when I have this much money, then I'll know I'm successful. Then I'll feel free. Then I'll feel like I'm safe and stable and secure and I can relax. And then I can be confident in my business. Then you hit the milestone, the financial milestone. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, I'm still me with all the same shit that I had before. And that isn't to say you shouldn't fucking barrel towards your physical goals. Like, hell no. Like, I want you to have the hot bod, the amazing sex, the fucking killer relationship, all the money, all the kick-ass clients and conversations. Like, I want that for you. And I'm very aware, as somebody who has done the hustle, done the, you know, 3D reality, let's just make it happen by doing things that I'm told to do and following a quote-unquote structural system, it's like, yeah, I might receive the result and it might feel good in the moment. And then it's like, oh, right, okay, energy's moving already, guys. Excuse me. Um, And then I'm struck with the reality of, oh, holy fuck, like, now how do I maintain this? And one of the things that I really notice is anything that we want is purely an amplifier of all the things, all the good and all the bad, right? So it's like the thing I was speaking about today in particular was when you want to fully step into your boldest self-expression, your most truthful, fullest, sassy motherfucker, when you want to own the shit out of your voice and speak your boundaries, state your desires, name and claim what you want from your life, start telling people what you actually want and how they made you feel or you know like when you actually just start saying yes and no to things that you want to say yes and no to, when you start working on the people pleaser and really making a claim for the life that you want to create for yourself. Yes, you start to be able to do all of those things and your voice gets stronger and more confident and bolder in those areas. But we don't just turn up the volume on one area. When you turn the volume up on your voice, that inner voice that's been crying out to be heard... You're likely turning up the volume on the uncomfortable voices that you didn't want to listen to. The uncomfortable voices, which were the reason that you fucking spent your entire life up until this moment turning the volume down. Because there were voices in there that you didn't want to listen to the voices of doubt, the voices of fear. There were the voices of the child who was never heard, didn't feel loved, didn't feel supported or appreciated or understood, didn't feel they fitted in all of these parts of yourself that you've wanted to turn the volume down on so that you can just fucking get through your life without melting, when you start to reclaim your power and your voice and you start to become this fully expressed version of yourself, it does what it says on the tin, right? Fully expressed. This means you're going to start to hear and see and become very fucking aware of all the places in your life where you settled, All the places in your life where you dumbed your voice down, where you asked for less than you wanted, when you received and settled for receiving less than you wanted because you just wanted to keep people happy and you didn't want to deal with confrontation or difficult situations and conversations. When we turn the volume up on your desires and what you want and the person that you're really on this earth to become, you're going to hear the shadow as loud as you hear the light you're going to hear the victim as loud as you hear the empowered badass and really our work together is about understanding how to navigate both sides of that how to understand to, to like feel into the frequencies that you want to turn up and the ones that you want to kind of take a look at and adjust so there's always going to be threads of a victim in you and I'm going to speak into this a little bit because I had an energy clearing session um, this week and one of the things that came up, I've spoken about this before on the podcast, this isn't like new as a concept, but it came to me in a very new way um, this week, which is the victim voice inside of us is one that for me personally, and I wonder whether you can relate, I would love to know, the victim Because I've always made things happen in my life or created the most magic when I've been in my power, I have a tendency, and a lot less these days because I'm way more compassionate with myself on a daily basis, like self-care is a lifestyle, not just going for a massage once every six months, right? (laughs) Um, You know, self-care, self-love, self-appreciation are a big part of my daily practice because, well no other fucker's going to do it. If you want to feel loved, appreciated, worshipped, honoured, whatever you want to feel, acknowledged, recognised, you've got to give that to yourself first. So that is part of my daily practices, just being very intentional in first thing in the morning to just like check in with myself and just be with me without needing to change anything, fix anything, understand anything, just purely being in my bubble with myself. And one of the things that came up in this energy work session was the victim and I have an interesting dynamic with my victim archetype (laughs) because there are times where I've done a lot of healing work with my inner child and that victim part of me and then there are times where I've had to or I've chosen to turn the volume down on them because I've had to just get shit done and, and you know, make things happen in my life. Because if I fell too heavily into the victim, I'd end up swimming around in my own process forever and never fucking getting anything done. And I would just there are moments where if you just allow yourself to not I'm not talking about surrendering my like intentionally here. I'm talking about getting sucked into the maelstrom of absolute like, you know, <laughs> a mind of fuck, as I called it to one of my clients this week, we get stuck in that loop of like, feeling that we are the victim, we make it so real that we can't find a way out. So we just end up kind of chasing our tail and making ourselves feel worse and worse. That isn't what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is intentionally turning the volume down on the victim, because I knew that I was in a situation recently where if I had allowed that voice to be the dominant voice, I would quite possibly have completely melted. And I wasn't willing to let that happen to myself. So that was growth. Because there was a time when I experienced what I have experienced recently, I would have completely fucking melted, given up, shut my life down, just been like, okay, I'm out, bye, I'm going to hermit forever and... (laughs) (laughs) you'll see me in two years when I finally come out of my shell and feel healed, right? (laughs) So the magic is being able to do the healing work whilst still finding pockets of joy and making that be the leading frequency and the leading intention of my life. So when I did this work with the victim this week in this energy clearing session, I realized that in my turning down the volume of the victim, I'd stopped even listening to them and I'd started making them wrong because that's what I needed to do in the moment to keep me ticking. But now that I've come out of the fight and flight around a certain situation that I was in, now is the time where I can safely hold my victim. I can safely meet her where she needs to be met and I can hear her out and be like, yeah, you know what? What happened was really fucking shitty. And that's equally as important. But it's all about that timing for me. It's all about really trusting my gut, trusting my intuition to know that there is a time when I can intentionally turn the volume down on that voice because I just need to feel strong in order to move through something. And I choose the inner strength and the power that I have to keep myself afloat, find my feet, ground myself, give myself what I need to fully heal from whatever I've experienced. And then when I feel like more solid, more grounded, more centered and stable, then it is equally as important for me to give the victim the airtime that she needs. Because otherwise, it's just another part of ourselves that we end up stifling, that we end up making wrong and when I talk about being fully expressed and being completely compassionate with ourselves, that doesn't just mean the parts of ourselves that are easy for us to deal with or are easy for other people to deal with. It means all parts of ourself. It means every single thread of us, even the parts that make us feel completely disempowered, make us feel maybe shame or hurt or guilt or make us feel like we've been the abuser at times, right? all of the parts of ourselves, even the ones that if other, if we feel like if other people knew this side of me, they'd think I was a fucking psychopath. Like, you know, and we all have weird and dark shit that goes through our mind. We have all experienced weird and dark shit in our actual lives. It's when we stop judging ourselves for the things that have happened to us, to the things that have happened for us, and for how we reacted or responded in the moment when we were triggered, or we were feeling unprotected and vulnerable, and we, had, we kind of activated that trigger response of, I need to protect myself, I need to feel safe. When we stop shaming ourselves for the person we were when we were in a triggered state, life gets so much easier and we get to live in so much more self-forgiveness and compassion. So I just really wanted to record this short little podcast for you to remind you, A, that there is no part of yourself that is unlovable. If you can find a way to genuinely love and be compassionate and forgiving to a part of yourself, that is the most important piece of your healing journey. That is what's going to really make you feel empowered. And that is what's going to make you like unfuckwithable as, uh, I think it's Marie, is it Marie Forleo who says that, (laughs) um, that's the part you know that's the part of this healing journey that we want to kind of bypass sometimes because it feels hard it feels hard not just to do the forgiveness and compassion work but to slow down enough and give ourselves enough space to actually do that part of the healing work because we can get so caught in the but i need to do i need to do i need to do and sometimes that's great and other times it's a distraction from doing the hard work of actually looking at the fucking thing we need to look at so just remember you are absolutely fucking lovable just as you are and you don't need anyone else to prove that to you (laughs) like you get to love yourself even if someone else doesn't love you that's okay like that means nothing it's all about how you feel about yourself um and I just want to remind you that if you do have that part of you that when you start to turn up the volume on your expression and your confidence, and you start really showing up for your life. It's not just other people that are going to get triggered. You know, we, we hear this a lot in the kind of in the self-development industry and in the healing spirituality industries. It's like I say industries because they are industries, aren't they? But commu- communities um, in, in that world of people who like what want to grow in that We tend to hear a lot like when you grow, when you change, when you start stepping into your full power, fullest expression, when you show up as the the boldest you you've ever been, it's going to trigger the people in your life. And you're going to have to set new boundaries and find new ways of relating and communicating. And that is absolutely true. (laughs) What a lot of people don't prepare you for is you're going to trigger the shit out of yourself as well. So just remember, there is no one who's going to be more triggered by your growth journey than you are yourself. Um, And that's a great reason to come and work with somebody like me. So that's that. That's me for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's given you that little moment of clarity and like, oh, fuck, yes, I can do this. You are incredibly powerful. You are so fucking loved, so talented, so gifted. Go and get it for the day. Okay, I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world that there are people out there who are interested enough into the internal workings of my crazy mind to actually sit down and listen to me whiffling on about all things mindset. I'm so, so grateful that you took the time out of your day to spend a few minutes with me. So if you'd like to know more, then please do... Hop over to Facebook and check out Mindset and Life Transformations, which is my free Facebook community for all things mindset and energy work. I'm also on Instagram at Georgina Noel EFT, so you can find me there and find out even more about my weird and wonderful world where I do all of the crazy magic things. And also I train martial arts, so you get to see a lot of me hitting things too. I really do share all that I am on that amazing platform. So come on over, follow me, send me a message, say hi let me know you listen to the podcast have an amazing rest of your day and also yay celebrating myself for finally doing an intro and outro for this motherfucker have a wicked day bye